This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Do we have a very special episode with you, for you, with our star. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is a great, great episode. We have so much fun talking to Abby McEnany from Work in Progress on Showtime. Um, what, a, what a fun chat. We talk a lot about the show. We talk a lot about Chicago and just... Just good, good vibes all around, huh? Wouldn't you say me? I thought it was a great vibe. It was so fun, goofy. Abby is next level. I, I really do feel like we could hang out in person and it oh, would be totally. fun. Have She's some great. Vodka limbs. Vodka limbs. Well, mine would be tequila limb. Tequila limb. Tequila. Let's have a tequila. Anyway, I'm still fucked up from Bushwick. I'll talk to y'all later. Forever. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slops, you stupid little slops, you stupid little fuck, you not a little fuck, you dirty little fuck. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meepa. I'm Meepa, that's Big Dipper. Hello, we are the home for all the sloppiest, stupidest little fucks in the world. Meatball, welcome back from New York. Are you ready for the episode today? I am absolutely ready. I'm well rested. I locked the cats out last night and I'm ready to party. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm very excited today. We have a special guest, the creator and star of the Showtime show, Work in Progress. It's Abby McEnany! Um, hey! I mean, honestly, how how horrible is that already? That's amazing. You're delivering just what we wanted and expected from you. Oh, gosh. Hi! Hi! Hi. How are you doing? I am really doing all right. I'm so happy to be here. Um, Yeah, what a treat. We're happy to have you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. How's your summer going? What were you going to say? Well, you know, I mean, we had to take you, so. (laughs) Well, (laughs) the managers got to talking and disappeared on our schedule. Yeah, you're like, motherfucker, I have to pick up this bitch. You're like, all right, we'll do one. We'll do one. I I will argue this. I will argue with you on this because you are good friends with my former roommate. Yes. And... Not to be a star fucker, but when season one of your show came out, I was like, oh my God, we should have Abby on the pod. And then it just sort of like never happened. And I asked, well, because you and I have met a few times in real life before. And I had asked him for your phone number, but then I figured you were getting bombarded by like press requests at season one. And then it was just sort of waiting. And then I knew season two was happening, blah, blah, blah. So this, this has been in my mind, like nine months, a year in the making. Holy shit. That's wild. You know, I was just, um, I was just uh, texting with Tim earlier. Mm-hmm. Dear friend Tim, what's up? What's up? Anyways. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you know, I've got that banter meatball. I've got that podcast. Banter. No, we just... love it. 
Well, no, I was just thinking about because like we used to talk about Tim all the time to the point where we were asked to stop talking about him and oh, his dog. Oh shit! Did I already get in trouble? <laughs> no, okay, no, no. This it's is okay. <laughs> at the beginning of the pandemic, of course, I oh. was still living with Tim. Yes, and we were in the house constantly, and I was recording all of these podcasts from the house, and it just got to a certain point where it was like, okay, I think we don't need to. And then you know, to give us both some space, I eventually moved out, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, and now I haven't seen Tim in like so long but hi tim hi tim oh anyways yeah. oh well like legit very happy to be here thank you very much it's really it's really fun already thank you and not to overwhelm the pandemic talk but we have oh. been known to have one or two conversations about covid on this mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. we are a QAnon podcast <laughs> we, we you know are what? full of theories yeah. conspiracy they may be yes oh for sure i have theories and none of them involve rationality i'm yeah. down to clown for this shit yeah <laughs> um, well your show you know you're very open about conversations about like um obsessive behavior and germophobia and things like that so i am just curious for you as a person Uh how a global (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. affected you yeah uh did you leave the house for a little bit or were you sort of there for a year i was it was bad and also you know and this sounds so i always hesitate to be like no it was really hard because you know, I, I'm one of the most fortunate people in the world, right? Like sure. I could pay yeah. for my rent and I could afford still seeing my therapist uh, twice a week and I could afford my meds and my mm-hmm. family was safe and I was right. safe. So like, I just want to put that out there. Like this privileged cunt is saying she had a really hard time. Wow. <laughs> but um, Here's anyways. the title of the episode. Right yeah, there. privileged, privileged cunt. cunt. Uh, that's like uh, my epitaph. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was. I mean, it was. It was real. It was. It was. It was absolutely miserable. It, it was. Uh, it was as bad as. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure other people had it worse. It, it was bad. And again, I had so many things that I was uh, very grateful for. But yeah, getting sure. the house. It was like. It was. Uh, yeah, it was, felt like the germs yeah. were coming to get you. I mean, sort of like I would, a horror film. I mean, yeah, and it's like uh, you know. For some of those CD who like hates germs, it's like, oh, if you, you know, everybody has germs, that's going to kill you. I, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> you know, and again, OCD is not based on, uh, there's a lot of magical, yeah. thinking, right? It's not like right. all rational and stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty much the that's the truth and also you know it was so crazy oh god i you know like oh, you should use that word i know i i i'm a big fucking problem anyways like some people have been like reaching we out, use like, the word crazy don't worry okay copy um copy. but yeah we're queuing on um but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh like they'd be like oh we were wondering about maybe willing to do like um how to wash your hands video like kind of like cute and glib i was like fuck no this is like my worst nightmare yeah there's nothing cute i like no like i i can't even like I, and i was in a bad space uh mm-hmm. anyways kind of going into into it like not great anyways and started like it was like, I yeah. So like mm. that's sort of the stuff. Um, well, yeah. that's so that's so wild because for anyone who's listening who hasn't seen Work in Progress, like in the first season, 
there's a whole scene where you basically rub your hands raw from obsessively yeah. washing them. So yeah. for them to approach you and say like, you know, it would be cute. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little giggly joke. Uh, teach people yeah. how to wash your hands. You're like, I'll teach people yeah. how to rub the skin off their hands. Yeah. And it was like, and also those, like somebody was like, uh, so I've been asked like, what, you know, are the students with scenes with Julia Sweeney talking about pattern? Are those really hard? I'm like, no, they're fucking bald. The what are hard are those fucking washing hand scenes. Like they're the right. really bad days, yeah. really, really bad days. Not only like, are you doing this thing that like, again, I don't have shame about my OCD and stuff, mm-hmm. right. Or, or my mental, my mental illnesses, like, but it's a very tense thing and, and a, and a fraught thing for me. And to be doing that in front of, I don't know, 80 people and then having to do it over and over again, it wasn't just like, Oh, I'm going to do this. It was just, yeah. Uh, you're yeah, like, wow, I'm really like... glad you're talking about all your fucked up stuff. No, <laughs> but it, it's Listen, totally he asked true. the question, like, you answered, you know. Okay. Making making the, the show, you're like, uh, oh, we need coverage. Let's do it again. <laughs> and the whole point of the scene is that you're doing it too many times. To so get out of right, right. You literally have to do it again. It's like <laughs> right. you've created your own living yeah. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. All right, all right. So okay. things on me. So Thanks, cool. Big yeah. Dick. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So the creation of your show apparently had something to do with The Matrix. Like you you made the show with Tim Mason and then Lily Wachowski saw it at oh, Sundance okay, and like yeah. really enjoyed it. So um, that was the way the question was worded in my outline. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So um, yeah. So you so, are so, in The Matrix. Classic. Yeah, you don't see Matrix. me. That's, oh, okay. I see. Okay. I see that. Um, let's see. So I, I like the quick and dirty of it is that I did a, a storytelling show in 2016 at the IO theater here in Chicago. And uh, my friend, Tim Mason uh, came and saw it. We were going to work on something else. And he's like, why don't we just make this? And I was like, yeah. And then um, we created, uh, we worked on it for a few years and um, we had shot a fast story. It's already 25 minutes. We shot like the, a concept, uh, a proof of concept scene, which ended up being the first scene in the pilot, uh, uh, it's like where my therapist dies. And um, mm-hmm. we shot that in 2016. Uh, and then we were kind of showing it around. Nobody was really into it. So we, we raised our own money and then we made our pilot. Uh, coincidentally enough, I'd already uh, met Lily. We were friends. We were all having, uh, we were having dinner together, her and her partner and, and, and our friend, uh, the four of us. And uh, our, our friend uh, Hale said, like, so when are you, what are you doing? When are you shooting that? I'm like, Oh, I think we're going to do it. Like, next month and she was like what are you what are you talking about i'm like oh i'm doing this thing i never talked to lily about like about it because like you know she had left the industry she was Mm -hmm. you know in art school i never wanted to like disrespect her like wanting to move on from this really (laughs) this business yeah i mean it's brand new to me and it's like i I think i'm very lucky i'm still in chicago and and i think i'm away from a lot of the bullshit of it yeah. Um, anyways, so and then she, but she's like, oh, I, I was like, oh, you know, she's like, well, send me that thing. So I sent it to her, and then um, we we made the pilot, and then um, we got EPs that were part of her. Anyways, yeah. So it kind of like she was sent. She was uh, some her manager was like, hey, would you want it? Because we were already with that management company. Mm-hmm. Would you oh, want okay. it? Would you want to EP this? So she said like, hey, do you want me to EP this? And I was like, no, you don't want to be the. <laughs> I mean, so stupid. I was like, no. I mean, like, I like you don't want to do it. Like, you have left. You've left that. Yeah. You've left that world. Like, I want you to be happy. And then, so I said, 
I mean, really. Always I'm not, been shrewd uh, with the career moves. I, I mean, smart. anybody will tell you I'm, I am like really bad at everything. And then like a month later, she brought it up again. I'm like, I mean, are you okay with it? And so, and that's how she signed on. So she was actually um, not part of the development of the pilot. Oh, okay. we, we um and she was signed. She didn't come with us to Sundance, but she was already on board before we went to Sundance. Uh, and then, okay, got yeah. it. And then we went out and we did we did um uh, some pitches the next week, and she was with us for that. And then we well, got Showtime, which was such a, a dream come true. Like it's outrageously cool. That's kind of like an amazing spot to be in because you have the you have the person on your team. She's like literally responsible for one of the lo- like the biggest films in like film history right yeah like, right if you were to make a short list of like biggest impact films like matrix the right. all of the films are on there right and and to have her at your side on your team but also know that you guys created that pilot and made the initial thing sort of without her so there's oh. There's like strength in your artistic integrity and then like a really strategic sort of like creative pairing. So it it gives validity on both sides of it. I feel like that's sort of the coolest place to be because you're not walking into a room like, oh, we're only here because Lily likes us too. Like you're also like, no, we made the actual thing and got it into Sundance. I've never thought about it that way. Oh. That's so lovely. Yeah, it's I I, I mean... like i mean part of me is like i think that's wow that's really powerful i would say like i think the reason we're on uh that we actually got picked up is because lily was on board and she was with uh tim and i like had no experience in this world and like he had directed some commercials and stuff and i i mean i've auditioned every once in a while never booked anything i'm like the worst Mm. uh so like you know i mean so i think that there were like for sure that definitely helped us get Signed, like signed and stuff, yeah. which was great. But like, oh, I, I really like that. Yeah. Okay, do you hate when I call you Dip and Big Dipper? Big Dip? Do you hate? No, it? everyone calls no, him Dip. I love it. Okay, I good. just I remember I remember running into you at that cafe at the in coffee. LA. I totally remember were, this. You were so I was starstruck, excited, and it made ah, me feel so him? good. Yes, I was like, wow. oh my god, you're and the only like, one. <laughs> I was with um, he who shall not be named Tim Pop, yeah. and we were, <laughs> we were, and then and then uh, yeah, Big Dip came, and I he was like, oh, that's my friend Big Dipper. I'm like, no way, and of course I knew who Big Dip was, and then I was like, uh, and and then you came over, and I was like, oh hi, hi Big Dip, I'm Abby, and then Dip was like, oh, we've met. I'm like, really at Big Chicks. Yeah, um, but I was about I was, to say. So the, y'all, there's a Chicago connection between yes, y'all. That's yeah, but how I you know didn't know. I I, uh, I don't okay. remember. I was probably a uh, toe up on vodka lems. Um, Ooh. <laughs> up Meatball's like, we're up. talking about cocktails now. Cocktails. Okay, okay, now I'm in. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Big Chicks the best the best bar on, on the face It Atlanta. really yeah. is. Yeah. Are you from Chicago too? Meatball? No, but I I go to Chicago all the time <gasps> to perform. So like I love it there, and we've been to Big Chicks for like their dance night. I think oh it's Monday nights that they have the big gay night there every night well, is every a big night's gay night. a big and it, gay night. It, it's yeah. changed over time but they've had yeah. a lot of really uh, really, really fun there. nights also not to be like all like like will you let like what can i find out the next time y'all are in town like that'd be fun to come out yeah like, oh, just there like, last so week Get out makes town! A great perform does a great performance oh my yes. god please Sell let me know at roscoe's last week okay <laughs> oh my god so did i <laughs> 
<laughs> We've all got the bruises from the say. Roscoe State. So your whole show is set in Chicago. Yeah. But let's, was there any? Can oh. we? I know. Oh. I I know. I cued you to it. do this, but let's just take a break and then we'll talk <gasps> Chicago. Already? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we're we're gonna leave that in. <laughs> Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. We're back. Okay. You who? <laughs> yes, you who. It's a chocolate drink. It's not milk. It's a chocolate drink. It's a chocolate drink. Is there um, dairy in it? N- I don't think so. Because it uh, says not milk on the side? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. This, it's is, like this not... is definitely a QAnon spiral we should go down. <laughs> yeah. Is Let's it? Get to Does the it have dairy? You who is full of microchips. Wait. Microchips only. Have you ever seen um, Wicked? Me? Yeah. No. <gasps> All right, moving on. Okay. Right. You're like, um, okay, <laughs> let's take another down. break, Dip. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Okay. <laughs> so you shot everything and you use like pretty much 
only Chicago actors. Was that by design or did someone like try to trick you into moving it to L.A. or shooting it somewhere else? Well, we always wanted to do it here We're, okay. like in our dreams. You know, like when we started working on this, like it was like, I mean, I still and I think this sounds fake, but I still kind of I, I don't believe it. Like this is just wild. Right. Like, uh, you know. It's it, whatever you can cut that out because it sounds stoops, but like no, we I, won't because I'm I gonna. I have a follow up question after we talk okay. about Chicago. I do yeah. want to talk about the wildness of it. Yes, um, but uh, so it was never. Um, and since Lily lives here, uh-huh. and um, like it was never brought up because, and I and I think I think it, so it was never an issue of like oh. having to move it. And honestly, I think that is like it. That's part of it, right? It's because she lives here, and uh, and and so she doesn't want to go to LA. So it was awesome. Like it was never even like a bridge we had to cross. Oh, and nice. It would, it would certainly have been something that we would have fought for, but um, like if, if we didn't have Lily, but like uh, if we had to, but who knows if we would have won a battle? Because right? I could That's even imagine. Thrilled. I could imagine like a Hollywood scenario where it's like, yeah. you sell the show, you have to come to LA for the writer's room, you have to come to LA for the editing, yeah. you have to come. And yeah, we'll do two weeks of on location shoots in Chicago, yeah. but then we're going to do sets in LA. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. so interesting it's, that you were are yeah. able to just base the whole yeah. thing out of Chicago. We did everything here. And I, so we write here, we shoot everything here, we do all post here. Nothing is done in LA. That's incredible. It, it, it is really incredible. And I think, um, and I'm so, I'm so grateful for it um uh add that to the list of everything i'm grateful for like it's it's just so wonderful you know yeah. it, it really is such a it's such a it's such a gift well what yeah. does chicago mean to you because you've lived there for so long yeah. and you know you've done you know we could sort of go up and down the clark street and talk about all the different <laughs> lo- you know what i mean Ooh. it's like yeah. you have relationships with all of these like you know places in chicago right. communities it's like what what does the city mean to you, not only as an artist, but like in relation to the show? Oh, wow. OK, I, that's you know, I moved here for college. And so I and I never left. And I think um, I moved around a lot of as a kid. And so like I change is very difficult. And and so I just stayed and um, and it's where kind of I grew up, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um what does it mean? I don't know. I love, I, I, I love it. I mean, this is where improv is. So I'm so lucky that I, the only college I got into was here. Mm. So I didn't like, you know, it was, it wasn't my first choice. It was like, I applied to five schools and got into one. It was my fifth choice <laughs> and it was here. So like, thank God, you know, um, and, and improv's here and that changed my life to be able to, to do it, like start taking classes and, and perform here. Um, yeah. I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's a real. I, I love it. That's such a dumb thing. Wow. No, you know what? I, I just person... lost the, the Chicago uh, tourism campaign. I was like, come for the improv. Yeah, come for the improv in the vodka and, lamps. Yeah, and my, <laughs> and my improv theater is shut down. Like all this stuff is shut down now. But, but... Um, anyways. But as a person who spent many years in Chicago watching work in progress, there are so many things that click to me as iconically Chicago. Yeah. For instance, you know, it's like you see like a group of queers, you know, and then it's like, oh, those two hop on their bikes and and drive (laughs) off or like just even the scenes like on Clark Street in Andersonville. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about lesbianism and the neighborhood of Andersonville. Okay. And I want to understand why that is a hub for queer women. 
Okay. Well, so, um, and just so like, I don't define myself as a lesbian anymore. Like just, uh, I define myself as a queer dyke, uh, just FYI. I just want to get that out there. Sure. I don't you know, Honestly, I don't, when I find, when I moved to the North side after college, I lived in Logan for a long time and, and, uh, it was, uh, 1992. We weren't born that. All right. And no, then, we were, no, we okay. both were, we're old. Okay. <laughs> that, um, and that's, it was just like that, like it was a lesbian neighborhood. I don't, I mean, I don't know much about it. It was just like, that's where all the lesbians <laughs> live. And and so like it, whenever, like to this day, and I live in Andersonville now, and um, to this day, people are like, well, oh, where do you live? Andersonville, big surprise. <laughs> like it just, it just filled, filled with, you know, queer, queer folks. And, and like yeah. originally like very lesbian. Now it's very like uh, queer folks and a lot of gay men have left uh boys town and yeah and up, um because they got more money um and uh <laughs> yeah and so like it's definitely and they're also a lot more like straight couple like straight families here with like strollers and stuff but um it's still very queer uh and like you know we have women and children first here which is the best book on the planet and mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah, so I don't know if that answered your question, but yeah, I love it. I mean, it's just, it was weird because in the first season, uh, we block, we, we block shots, which means that we, we didn't shoot episode by episode. We shot like locations out oh. and, um, and our last week was all the Andersonville stuff. So, mm. um, and it was like, you know, my first job, really my first professional job on set. Like I'm in every scene. It was like seven weeks. I was holding on by a fucking thread, which is normal. I mean, even when I saw a big dip at the, at the cafe, I was holding on. But like, anyways, but I was, so we're walking up, like we like, you know, we're like walk, we're getting those scenes when I'm walking on Clark Street stuff. And I was like, oh fuck, I'm going to be walking up the street on Saturday to get my coffee. And then like, it kind of was like, oh my God, what was I thinking? But it is really fun to have the neighborhood. And on the whole, people are very supportive. I think- <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I'm sure it's a pain in the ass, like to have, you know, crews in your neighborhood and like, you know, people are like, I can't park. I'm like, I oh, know, I'm really sorry. Um, but uh, people have been so That's supportive. amazing that you worry about that. I worry uh, about everything. And I was like, oh God, when I go into this place, are they going to be like, bitch, we couldn't get our delivery. I'm like, oh my God. Anyways. It would be like a but, different thing if you were shooting some like Marvel film or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You're like making yeah. a queer Chicago yeah. story. I don't think that randos on the street really care what's being filmed. They're just upset about it. <laughs> Not, not being able to get They're that still like right. Right. also it's also horrifying because it's like your face is the face of it so they're, they yeah. definitely know it's you yeah yeah <laughs> that's for sure but anyways we should, yeah but honestly it's everybody's been so kind and, and i think that because it is such like a it's you know comparatively it's just it's a low budget independent yeah. kind of like vibe show and i mm-hmm. think um we, we've been very fortunate with with uh the with the folks around us and in Chicago, it's, it's just been a ball. Like, and I, I, and, you know, and, and a bunch of friends out in LA, like doing this stuff in LA. And when I tell them, I, they, they're like, Oh my God, what? Like, this is how, this is how your network treats you. I'm like, Oh yeah. They're like, Oh, that's unheard of. Like stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it's really like, I'm like, Oh gosh, I guess like when you have your first job at 51, like you've, you've suffered some. So like you get, you get some good stuff at 51. Maybe I don't know what the rule is, but um, I've been, ve- we've been very fortunate for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I want to, I'm definitely interested in talking about it being your first job. A lot of people's first job is, uh, I was an extra, you know, on this thing or, and you mentioned like auditioning for commercials and like doing sketches and, and that sort of thing. But 
as far as like your your first big Hollywood job, you are the star creator. I mean, you're doing every single right. job mm-hmm. on your yeah. own show. Yeah. Did you feel like you were jumping into the deep end and kind of <laughs> lost or did you feel like ready? Oh my gosh. Jumping into that fucking deep end, dude. <laughs> I mean, my Lord. Um, and I think it's not even like my first big Hollywood. Job. It's my first like professional on camera job. Like I'm not trying to brag. I've done some friends web series. Okay. No big deal. Okay. Um, ladies looking, uh, our friend, Tim Paul's thing. Anyways. Um, <laughs> he said he'd give me a $5 for every time I mentioned ladies looking. So I just had to throw that in. Oh, yeah. Um, well, oh, I'm yeah. sure you're trying to make that $25 or whatever. I mean, seriously, I mean, I've just made five bucks. I'm feeling pretty smug about it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh yeah. I was totally, I'll say okay. First of all, yeah, totally uh, out out of uh, out out of my depth, if that's the way to say it, in Work. the deep end, whatever. And um, but that being said, I'm not a person who pretends they know something if they don't. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I don't like. I mean, I'm nervous about enough. I don't want to be caught in lies. Like you know, people, there's a lot of people that I know. I'm like, oh yeah, this is it's like bullshit. You don't know anything. So like, I'm never I'm never ashamed of being like, oh, this is new. Like, can can people like jump in and give me help? And having Lily as like my partner and uh, one of the few people like her and her sister who ch- have changed cinema and right. like knows everything and like knows Chicago and knows how the industry works and knows how things go and how things should be run. I mean, I was in the best hands possible, right? Yeah. And then also. Our crew, I can't even, I mean, our crew is the best. Like they, they are really wonderful people. We were very intentional about hiring, um, you know, who, who we hired. And, right. and I was just, uh, I can't even say it. Like uh, they took amazing care of me last season and first, uh, and, and, and this season as well. So, um, yeah, way over my head. Still am. I mean, you know, I mean, maybe like a little, a little closer, a little closer to the top, but still fucking like, uh, yeah. But um, well, I, I think it's cool because for your first job, you learned all the jobs. Yeah. Yeah. You know I, what mean, I mean, a, a lot of you learned it real fast. A lot really of people, fast, their yeah. first job, it's like, okay, I'm doing a bit part in a thing. Right, 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 and then right. they look around and they're like, oh, I wonder what the writer's room is like. Or, right. oh, I mm-hmm. wonder what the meetings with the executive producers when they make decisions about right. like how to block shoot or what we're doing with the budget. Or, like, right. you know, it's like you're, I assume, are a part of all of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is wild. And I feel, again, like I'm so, and it's, yes, it is wild. It's, it's so overwhelmingly yeah. uh, awesome because I have Lily there and like, um, yeah. And like in our writers room, like this year, we, I like the first year, like we, we, um, we started writing before we actually Showtime said officially. Yes. Uh, because oh. they were like still kind of figuring out, but our, our folks were like, we think they're going to go, if they go, you're going to go really fast. So we think you should start writing. And we're mm. like, oh, okay. So, um, it was just the three of us, uh, Tim, Lily and I wrote episodes two through eight together. Like we, we wow. all those together. and then we, so we started that, like we, you know, like did, figure out what's going to happen in the season and stuff and then we i think we were like done with like seven like mom i think that we had uh i don't know we had like drafts of like you know six of the seven episodes done by the time they they signed on or, wow. or something <clears throat> that's so insane this, yeah it was it was wild it was wild and then this year uh we were able to actually have writer's room which was such a treat and and like so that was and, and it was like okay so this is what a writer's room looks like okay <laughs> you know and um and it was it was really it's really cool. And we had like a couple writers that had been on other things and some brand new TV writers. Um, 
And, and I was, they were like, oh, so we're not, we're not doing this. I'm like, oh, wait, what? No, we, we don't do that. I mean, like, but, um, but it works for us, what, you know? like a blood oath? What are they, no, what are no, they just like, you know, they're like, like, oh, we don't, uh, we don't like, send, each like other? yeah, no, but like that, like send the outlines and, and to the oh. network and stuff. Like we like, you know, we, 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 we went through stuff, but we're not like sending stuff. They don't get, they don't write there. I think honestly, I might, writers are going to write to you and be like, bitch, you got it wrong. I I'm sure I did, but I, I am getting it wrong. But it's something <laughs> like and then like you you uh you outline each episode and then like it's like now nah, we, we gave each writer an episode it's like okay you know you have a oh, thing and then i mean oh. it was just run i just run how we run it there's yeah. no a b and c storyline it's just like yeah we kind of figure out the story and then because, i don't know it's it's i think it's done a little differently and i think the two right were like uh we're like yeah i, I don't really know that language so like, <laughs> you, you go well, that's cool. Um, that I mean, sounds it's even just... like more fun for the writers that it's like I... a different experience, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I hope so. I mean, yeah. like, I, I just think uh, what I like. Oh, did I interrupt you, Nicole? No, you go ahead. Okay. Oh, I did. I can tell from no. your face. Oh, no. Wow, <laughs> from your face? No, her face just looks like that. My face just looks like that. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. <laughs> it's not okay. lifted anymore. Okay. <laughs> um, I, oh, oh gosh, I can't even remember. I was gonna say, fuck it, it doesn't matter. Well, I was well, gonna ask about our yeah. good friend of the pod who was one of the writers on your show, T and Tran. Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> the dreamiest of the dream. With her, she's so well, well deserved to be obsessed about our dear friend Tian. Holy yeah. shit, isn't she? She's a, she's, she's magnanimous. Is that is that the, uh, an yeah. word? Yeah, I, yeah. and. Uh, shooting a new TV show out here in LA with Hillary Duff. I mean, seriously. Oh yeah. I mean, everything. Like, I mean, so we just she's fucking nailing it. I yeah. and and she deserves every good. She works so hard, and she's, she's such best. a dream. She was actually a punch. So we were able to have a punch of writers on our first season. We had four folks come in, and she was a punch up writer for two weeks uh, on our on our first season. And then, so she was a staff writer this year. And then she was actually in last week, this past weekend's episode. She's in episode six. She has a role in that. So um, cool. Yeah. So, so cool. and she's just a dream come true. Yeah. And have you had a lot of uh Chicagoans pick up the phone? Beep boop 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 boop. Uh where's my cameo? Ooh, um, uh ooh, I'm trying to act ooh, in your TV show. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I mean I think really? you know, I, I oh. think um I've been really I don't people are like, oh, people are gonna come out of the woodwork and demand stuff. But no, I've been I, I think also I'm not on social media. That probably has helped me. Uh, um, yeah. You don't yeah. Have to deal so with probably, the DMs. Yeah. Wait, and how also, long have you not been on social media? I've never been on it. Uh, I wait. What? Ever. Yeah. Wow. I, I, yeah. I, I like I just knew um that you I'm knew. my brain. I <laughs> knew like, that my brain be a shit show. <laughs> Yeah, I knew my my brain couldn't handle it. Like I, yeah. I knew that wow. it would be bad. And I remember people be like, "Well, you really should get on Twitter. It'll help your career." I'm like, "Bitch, if I was on Twitter, I wouldn't be alive to have yeah. a career." You know wow. what I mean? Like it's so it's such a toxic thing. I, I, it's like I talk. I, people are like, "We know social media. We know how you feel about it." <laughs> but um, yeah, I fucking I think it's 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 the worst. And I'm very aware of my uh, what I need and how to protect my brain and my heart. Not always, but like from the from the from the jump, I was like, "Fuck no, I'll never do it." So wow. that's amazing. I yeah. like, I you know, and it, it's so interesting because being in this entertainment industry, and yeah. Paul and I are both people who we've created something on our own that we mm-hmm. put it out there, and we're hustling to try to get people to pay attention. It's like it's sort of social media becomes sort of this like necessity, right? And yeah. you know, having the podcast is. 
I would. It, it is entertainment. It is not necessarily social media, but it's 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 adjacent. You know, we're putting out this. We're self producing a product that we put out all the time, um, and it's just sort of like. Um, it's an interesting spot to be in because I think, yeah, I'm annoyed that I spend so much time mm-hmm. looking at Instagram stories and scrolling through TikTok. But also I know it's like, oh, when I drop merch, I put it on my Instagram and then I can make money. Or yeah. like, exactly. if I have a new music video, I have to promote it. And so it's this weird thing. And it, I think that's so cool that you were like, you know what? That is not going to be my narrative and I cannot handle that. <laughs> I, yeah. And I, 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 and also I'm just saying like, I totally understand. And it's just like, I understand why you're on it. Like yeah. it, it's, it's yeah. not like, and I also have to say, it's not like, oh, I wouldn't. The reason, I, because I would fucking do deep dives. I wouldn't, I mean, I already have enough t- hard times, even when it's not a pandemic, if I'm going through a very bad depressive time, I'm already not leaving the house. I don't yeah. even know the reason not to leave it. <laughs> um, and like, you know, see, I don't need to see. And that's also, it's, I think it's harmful for the people on it and their performative thing. It's hard for people watching it or seeing mm-hmm. other people performatively happy, all that shit. And also people are hateful. Oh, I and, agree. Yeah. And it's just, so it's just, and, and just, uh, and, and plus all the other shit that we know is wrong with it however so one of my uh, best friends brendan dowling who is a was a writer a staff writer this year and also is in episode five he plays a uh, bunkle rick for anybody is who's uh-huh. watched the show who you know anyways he um every once in a while he'd be like we like he used to live in chicago he lives in Atlanta, and he'd be like get to picture he's so funny and he would take a pictures like and start giggling and he's like i'm gonna post this and he'd come up with the most hilarious caption and this is how like this is how addicted to like I understand it. It was like he's like, this one's gonna be a 67 liker. And I was like, Oof. okay. So then I couldn't move on. I would like be hanging out. I'm like, what are, what are we at now? Like I was like, how many likes do I have? So like, like I, I was like, you you claim this. This is something that you claim. If we don't get that, it's a random number. Right. Yeah. If we don't get that, that's a fail and that's on me. Right. Like I'm Absolutely. not saying that like my brain is better put together that I can handle it. I can't. And that's <laughs> not it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so, um, and the then he'd be like, we're at, yeah, we're at 68. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do now? I mean, I'm just like, what? <laughs> you're like, finally, we can move on. I mean, seriously. I was like, what, what are we, what are we at? I mean, it's just, it's just such a, a oh God. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't come look at our accounts. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Wait. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Meatball, I want you to ask that question that I highlighted because I, I have a feeling you would be a terror uh, in this certain scenario, Meatball. Oh, I would. I would be yeah. awful. Okay, so you got your first assistant? <laughs> yeah. I would. I had an assistant for a while and they quit. Um, what, <laughs> what, what, what kind of stuff do you ask your assistant to do? Is it easy to, like, you know, ask him to do stuff and be nice about it? Or, oh, I don't know. my God. That is so funny. He's actually, uh, uh, I'm, I'm in the production office right now. He's on the other <laughs> He's the one who brought me a, a coffee. <laughs> I swear, y'all, I, first of all, I've needed this system my whole fucking life. Okay? So, like, I mean, I, I, this is just, it's just so wonderful. Um, so, well, when we're in production, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's like so many hours, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, right. so it's, it's like, you know, driving me there and then like at my lunch and all that stuff. And like keeping me, I mean, it, it's just that that was a, I mean, hard time for everybody or just very busy time. And he's like, yeah. Oh, you need a break. I'm like, bitch, you need a break. I mean, it's he's like so life good. support yeah. at that it's, point. It really is. Yeah. I, 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 um, and then, you know, it's funny. Cause like, uh, but the time in pre-production he started, uh, we started rolling 
rolling, rolling, rolling. Whoo. Um, that's the urban assault vehicle uh, take or, or uh, mix of uh, rolling by Limp Biscuit. Anyways, that was oh, what I was saying right cut, there. Yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, anyways, uh, shout out to my friend Blaine Baker. We would sing it on set. Okay, shut up, Abby. I get back to the point. No, um, I love it. Assistant. Okay, so like, I mean, so now like that we're in post-production, we're almost wrapping up. Probably at the end of next week, we'll be done, I think. Uh-huh. I mean, we still have wow. like two, we still have two more. Like we're we're like episode seven is this next week, and we are we still have to deliver nine and ten. Like we Whoa. we start we went on the air earlier than we thought, and we they dub, we doubled up and stuff. So we're still like cranking them out. Anyways, so I'll uh so once we're in pre and pro, a lot of it's like this kind of splits between work and then home. Mm-hmm. And, and brain and, mm-hmm. and like apartment and stuff like that. So what I mean, I I asked this, but then like also it's like you know I I love I, I don't ask them to iron. That's why I was like ironing and like I fuck like I'm the worst <laughs> ironer in the world. But I'm not gonna ask about the iron. Although like boy, I mean, it, could you imagine having somebody iron for you? That seems like so like bonkers. Uh, anyways, Michael. So wait, your person quit. Yeah, but I would make them steam stuff for me. <laughs> so, but also, but also, you're a performer. That makes sense. Like, right. like that makes sense. Yeah, That's I part think of it your was job. Just, it was like a lot of stress, and I, I would be like, okay, you have to, you have to go downtown and buy this specific fabric yeah. for me, and I know where it is. And then I was like, if you ask me too many questions, it's over for you today. Like, I just couldn't. <laughs> See, well, that's the that's I, the difference. That's hilarious. Well, I've so- worked as an assistant many times, and I remember one time I was working in the office at the person's house, and I was doing like QuickBooks, like I was doing like accounting Ooh. inputting. Whoa! Ooh, Abby, she perked up when I said QuickBooks. I, I, like, former financial accounting. No, um, I mean, I was just like, I, I was like, that's smart. I could never do that. And so I was like doing that, and then she was also like, oh, can you do three loads of laundry while you're here? Right. Because the washer and dryer were in the basement. We're right next door. Right. And she was out and about for the day. Yeah. And I never thought that like that was a weird thing. I don't think it is. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I don't would, think that's you know, weird. Yeah, I didn't think it was weird. But it's I think s- some people go like, oh, I can only ask them to do like work related stuff or right. I don't want to like let them in too much. Mm-hmm. And right. I think as long as you ask in like a respectful way and for the person's sure. being paid, it's like. All yeah. all the tasks in the world are work. I think that's for sure. I think that if this, if Will, who's now a very dear friend of mine, actually, mm-hmm. like if he was hired as my assistant, let's bring him on. No, I'm yeah, just I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. But if he if he was hired as my personal assistant, not with like he was hired by the show, right? Uh-huh. So that yeah. so like I mean, uh, and also uh, I could ask him if it's just like yeah, like I, you know, I think that that's my own thing, like right. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's I I totally get that, and I definitely like yeah, I. I think it would okay. be great to have that. Sorry. Ooh, Tell me if you think that this is too much. <laughs> when I, I was wait. a nanny, I was only paid like basic nanny wages to watch two children. But they would the mom would make me pick them up from school and dro- and drop them off at school in the morning, which means I would get to their house at 5:30 in the morning, drop them off at school, then go home, wait all day and then get back to their house at 3:30, and then she would want me to do the dishes from the day before that I wasn't a part of. And do all their laundry. And you were paid shitty? I was paid like $15 an hour when most bullshit. nannies in LA make like $25 to $30 that an hour. That is absolute bullshit. Okay. See, I thought so too. So I just quit. And then everyone was like, well, that's normal nanny work. And I was like, I don't think it is. I mean, honestly, I don't I don't know. But like, I, I, I think there's like, if you're being paid less than the industry standard and 
Because honestly, if you're being paid like the industry standard, I imagine that's quite yeah. demanding. I don't know. Right. But like if you're being paid I think I was just like, like a glorified babysitter. I was getting babysitter rates. If you, after dropping them off, could go home with no kids and do some cleaning and get more hours and then go pick them up, it would have been like, ah, that's worth it because you can clean for a little bit and you're being paid for your whole day. Yeah. But the fact that you had to come back and then do dishes while the two kids are there. Yeah. It's a no for me, That's ma'am. A no for it's me. a no for me. It's a no for <laughs> okay, me. Okay, I'm glad we're all in agreement. Okay. Let's take another quick break, and then we're going to get into our final seggy. Mm. Is this too much, you guys? Is this going okay? This, this is, is fantastic. Great. This is incredible. Okay, well, let's be officially back. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't have any bad reviews. When are we going to say hootie who? Are we going to, are you going to say we're back and then and go, we're back. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> See, the reason we do that, you wouldn't know because you haven't seen Wicked, is that's the famous riff from the musical from Wicked. Wicked. Oh no, am I messing it up? No, no, you're doing the you. Yeah, oh, I you're doing am. The you I copy that. Copy that. No, Copyright that. Yeah. Wait, that's um, Yahoo. <laughs> Yahoo. Oh, it is Yahoo. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, well. I have one more question before we get into our official like thing that we do at the end here, which is okay. which is. Racy and fun. Oh God, um, uh, racy and fun are not words that I ever use together. I, but continue. Okay. Um, <laughs> which is th- there's a there's a lot of uh, both in season one, but then again in season two, there's a lot of conversation around therapy and specifically around journaling, around yeah. sort of writing your own life, uh, right. taking notes, putting your inner thoughts down on paper. What is what is it about journaling that, well, first of all, is that just a device or are you personally in your real life a journaler? It's a device. I never journal. Really? Never. Uh-uh. Amazing. You make what wills for you. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. I just, it was a bad oh, What'd you say? What'd you say? <laughs> it's like you, you make say? Will do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, I, and it's really interesting because, um, Busy Phillips, uh, has an amazing memoir that I'm reading. Um, uh-huh. And she was talking like she was like she went back to her journals. She's like, these are my she's like, I'm going back to my journals to give you the exact thing. And I'm like, wow, that would have been an amazing way to Mm -hmm. like actually track stuff. Um, And this is a really this is a really paranoid reason. But like I was oh, like I was afraid that people would would find them and read them. And like my my uh, my uh, my trust would be compromised with with with, like anyway, somebody would betray me and read my innermost thought. And I was like, I can't have that. I have that exact same feeling. Yeah, that is exactly why I don't. So it's definitely um, a a device. And and the thing, the thing about journals is that we want to talk about the history. Like it's, it's like a device of of being like Abby is her own historian. Right. And so like, that was one way to show it. And since like, I like, this came from a storytelling thing, Abby, you know, we didn't want Abby to be a performer. And so like, she's not telling stories. How are we going to show this? We're going to show that she's been writing. So I do write stories, but it's not like, they're not like. My, the boxes I, of I just, journals in the closet. Yeah. I don't yeah. write my shit anywhere that people can find. Yeah. It's just, mm. I keep it up in my brain and it's addled. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, oh I was interested. God. And I love, I always love in shows that feel so autobiographical when it's like, no, that's not about me. 
Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. that's cool. It's like, you know, right. I mean, similar, similarly like with the show like Insecure, where it's like Issa created it and her character's name is Issa. And then she's like, right. no, that's like some crazy story that a writer told and we right. just put it on the Issa character. Right. I most think of that's the really stories, fun. yeah, yeah. Most of the stories are well, no, actually, no, like first season special. Like I I think it was very important because, like, you know, I uh, the character's name is Abby McAnee. Was that a mistake? Probably. Uh, and and I think just since I am, I mean, stupidly a very private person and I have the show now with a character named me about me, like, you know, this season was very like trying to be like, okay, like uh, somebody like wrote in moz- mozzarella sticks. I was like, oh, I hate those. I'm like, keep them in. Right. Keep them in. We got to keep them separate. I hate right. them. Keep them well, in. We should anyway. probably end the oh, interview shit, I hate mozzarella. Yeah, oh my God. You know, I thought I you were like, started drag, that's, that's what I got paid in. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. give me two orders of mozzarella sticks and endless drinks and I'll come to your I show. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question, but yeah. That was um, great. Yeah. All, right. Great. All right. All right, Meatball. Now Should it's we time it? for our next segment. It's called Fuck, fuck Talk! Tag! It's usually fuck a ta- Oh, Fuck Talk. I was like, fuck ta- tag. Like, yeah, fuck oh, tag. I, I hate that I, game. I'm in, I'm in mid- the Midwest, y'all. I, I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is a segment <laughs> where usually our guests tell a weird, funny, or uncomfortable dating or sex life story from their past. But Dipper has here... The, um, why don't you go ahead? Well, oh, well, I was just saying what, what I loved in season one, there's that great sex scene that's completely in the dark. Right. The fumbling and the lamp falling over right. and, the, ooh, ah, and the getting the clothes right. off and this. And, you know, I'm just curious about like like we just we're talking about how autobiographical is the show? Like, what is right. your relationship to sex and promiscuity and love and relationships? Are you a person who does hookups? Are you a person who only is sleeping with, you know, your partners? And if 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 you have a crazy sex story, now is the time to sell it. Tell it. Tell it. Oh, sell it. Uh, sell it trust me, nobody's buying. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Are you sure? Now you're a big TV star. Oh, yeah, nobody's You're not getting that. any. No, no. Oh, fuck. Come on. Look at this. Well, she ain't got the dams. Dad. Ain't nobody can uh, slide into oh, the Oh, yeah, dams. that's right. Are um, you on Raya? No, I'm just kidding. Well, oh, is that the thing Ben Affleck was on? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, also, it was, it? and he was gross on there, apparently. Right? That's what I heard from a friend of mine who oh knew somebody, God. like, yeah. Um, also, uh, what's the deal with Jennifer Lopez, who's never been single in her life? I worry what's about that. Deal? I worry about people that are never single. I, I, I think it makes me so uncomfortable. It, it's just such a, it's just like, it's just like, come on. Uh, it's like, anyways, that's a, well, that's, have it's me a back. good point, because you're looking at a person who is a fucking millionaire, global superstar. Yeah. Just she's got power like and like so and will will always have some sort of a boy. And you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, like, do you like, can you yeah. can you just be can fortified just in your singleness? It, it makes me it makes me uh, I, I, I think uh, she gives zero fucks what uh, this trash bag thinks. But that it well, worries me. Oh, well, uh, and I we'll also find think out after like, this airs. We'll <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jennifer, uh, our DMs are open and we'll pass them on to Abby. <laughs> um, also. I love it so much. Um, okay, let's see. I uh define myself as a sex positive prude. I, I love uh Work. I Work. love that like I think anything uh done with like transparency and honesty, like fuck whoever you want. I'm thrilled. I I, I just think like um 
Yeah. So it, I, I think, but I'm a, I'm a prudish person myself. I, I mm. think there's a, and I honestly, it's, it's just, I have a lot of shame about it. And I, I think I know where it comes from. I, I just think, and I have a lot of shame about my body. I'm not proud of it. I think I'm not proud. Like, I, I don't want to be a fat person who is ashamed of their body. Like I'm ashamed <laughs> right. of my shame. Like that's, that's, God, that's yes. where my shame lands. I'm like lands. I'm not ashamed of my sexual identity, my gender identity, my mental illness. And like, I'm not ashamed of that shit. It's just who I am. The mm-hmm. fatness, I carry so much shame about it. And so there's a lot of like ugh, about about my body and, and sex and stuff and feeling like it's whatever. And, and uh, that people can't like wouldn't will find me disgusting. And so we're ending on a really fun note. Um, yeah, and no. that's my own shit. And, and sorry. And, and then I'm sorry. And I, but I just want to be honest about it. And, yeah. And I, I think, well, we all, I, love that. I think all of us have felt that way probably yeah. before. And yeah. I loved, loved that. I mean, that there, there was a whole storyline like that, it, it, at least in season one with Chris right. and like uh, yeah. the whole idea of not being able to accept someone finding you attractive. Right. And that was, yeah. And that whole thing, like, um, and, and I think, and just like, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I'm 53. I, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I, it was just not how I grew up to feel confident or that I was worth it. I, I mm-hmm. think, um, uh, and that's by society is by everything. Right. Uh, yeah. family, uh, like, you know, uh, my parents are, uh, my mom's dead, but my, uh, love her. I loved her and, and my dad's wonderful, but like, it's not like they loved having fat kids. Like it wasn't something they were proud of. Mm, so right. anyway, so I, I come by it very honestly. I think um, I and I, I like have been taught. I refer to myself as dead inside for very many years. <laughs> I think like I get like little like I like I think hooking up's kind of fun. I, I, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, but like oh yeah, I'm fucking a, a dead inside like fucking old. I don't know uh, what's that called tumbleweed. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought it was gonna end. I'm a tumbleweed. I thought, like, yeah, like, I'm just a fucking wispy, fucking fat tumbleweed with a bad back, like, dead inside. And I've been, I've been single for a long time, but I have to also say, I'm thrilled. Like, I, I, I uh, am thrilled being single. Like, I, it's not like I'm never. I, I legit. I, and part of the reason that season two, well. the reason season two, like this was never supposed to be a love story, right? Like, mm-hmm. It was never a love story. It was set up like, like, you know, Chris was a device and it was based on a real ex-boyfriend of mine uh, uh-huh. named Alex, who's lovely. And we're, you know, they, uh, they actually just fathered their, uh, or actually, I'm sorry. They just birthed their first child um, Amazing. with oh, wow. their wife. And, and they're just a wonder. I, I went to their wedding. Like, I mean, we're just dear friends. Oh, this okay. is a very important person in my life. So, um, but the show is never like I, I'm so and I, I talk about this so all the time. So uh, but anyways, um, I, I hate the fucking trope that people are only worthwhile if they're loved or fuckable or yeah. mm-hmm. romantic love or somebody is like in a romantic relationship with something. And that gives them worth, especially women, especially fat women. Like it drives me to the fucking brink. It like lowers people like that's not what life is about to me. I, I, I love love like people are like I love weddings I love when people are in love with my friends are I love it it makes me happy I'm not I'm not like fucking bitter about it right. I'm not bitter about other people's love I am angry that like that society and a lot of folks think that you're only worthwhile if if you are in a in a, uh, a romantic yeah uh, sexual relationship mm-hmm. it, it really drives me to the brink 
Um, and as I always say, add it to the fucking list. It's a huge list. <laughs> um, so I don't know. And, and yeah. So um, and, and also like when we were gonna do the sex scene, I was like, I, I I mean, we would like, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then like Lily was like, it's gonna be in the dark, and I'll be very, you know. And um, so it was. Uh, and then she walked uh, Theo and me through it before, and it was just very well like choreographed and stuff. And it was just like uh, it was so panicky. It was a very it was a really stressful day, but like. Yeah. Anyways, did that answer? Well, I was going to tell a story it, about yeah. anal orgasms. Oh, I love it. Tell me everything. I love it. <laughs> oh, See, I mean, no. I'm I really into go. it. it was oh, we got to go. <laughs> no, I, I was fucking this guy recently, and he had multiple anal orgasms while I was fucking him, and it made me feel like a fucking rock star. That it was. That's amazing. He was like, "Don't stop, don't stop," and then his whole body was convulsing, and I felt his asshole like no just, way. And I was like, "Oh my!" Like I didn't know about that. That is well, like, I, I knew didn't know about that either. About Meatball, and then he said that he was like, you know, it gets a little creamy back there when I do that. I was like, no, you have I got like, to be that's kidding not it. me. Then see a doctor, because we've been over this. That's not possible. <laughs> that means that there's something wrong with your insides. I mean, I'm sorry. I want you to be happy, but there's something wrong with your insides. <laughs> your insides are broken. I want, I want you to be healthy and happy, and I'm glad you're enjoying it. And holy shit, I've got to call got to call people tell them about this. But oh my God, see a doctor. I thought you were about to say it after he finished, he turned and was like, by the way, love the pod. Well, <laughs> he does. He did reveal. He's not a listener. Not, I don't know that he listens to the pod, but he did reveal. He was like something about, he was like, when is your next show? And I was like, oh, I thought I, I got to go. escape that for this moment but oh, anyhow and then awesome. i i fucked him a second time and it happened again so i think he's prone to it but i also think whatever the combination of our anatomies together is making for anal orgasming which is a very cool development in anal sex yeah that rules well, thank yeah. you for discovering that for all of us well yes. i guess i mean there are a lot of people who are very well versed in that experience but for me it was brand new I can't believe I get to be on here when you when you talk people. That's so cool. What a gift. What a I gift. love it so much. No, for real. I love this shit. I love it. Um, I'm very like pro sex work. I'm very pro like whatever people want. I'm very pro it. Oh, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. We're very pro too. Yeah. We're very, very Abby, pro. Abby, we want to thank you so much for being on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, thanks for spending today. your time with us. This we know you're very busy. <laughs> yeah. You're at work. You're, at You're the literally at office. work right now. What are you talking about? That's true. That's true. No, I, I was You're going to be I like, mean... Will, get in here. We've got things to solve. <laughs> That's my impression of you. I love it. So, mm. um, no, it was uh, Dip. It was so fun seeing you again. And Nico was so nice to meet you. It was you. nice to and meet you, too. Amazing. And um, yeah, please uh, let me know when you're uh, performing next in Chicago. It'd be really fun to hang out. And see. Yes, is, it, it is that If that's too much, I understand. I don't want to be a creep. but I No, come. Come sit backstage with me. It'll be fun. <gasps> we can have it's all... It's always the best. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't make my friends sit out in the audience. They sit backstage. No, sit backstage. What? Hang out in the dressing room. And Get in the dressing room. Meet the dolls. Have the as show. many vodka lemons as you want oh my god lives are changing beating mine this is bonkers i'm so excited 
<laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, there's nowhere to follow you on social media. So everyone nope. make sure you're watching season two of Work in Progress on Showtime and Meatball. Hit us with the outro. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. You can follow us on Instagram at Big Dirty Jelly or Spicy's Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Doodle doot doot forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs> 